Can you still hear me, Mike? Yeah. Hurry up. I got champagne waiting on me. Welcome to $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Varnum. Joining me today, as always, Cookie. Yes, sir. Put talk into your mic. Pull, pull your mic oh, up a little bit. Fault. Yes, sir. There, there you you sound terrible. I know. And you know why I sound terrible, Aaron. That's because I was talking too much this week. You talk too much. I you never shut up. I, I'm sorry. Tolbear. Present. Pre- Tolbear is present today, boys. And uh, somebody that is not present today, but, you know, we love him. Uh, Big Mike, talk to us. Where where are you? What's up? I'm uh, live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, on the banks of the Mississippi River. You're on the banks of the Mississippi River. Have you seen any bodies uh, float float past yet? No, no, no no bodies. Did see some garbage and a couple of homeless people. But, um, I mean, that's what you would expect, right? How was happy birthday uh, first? Uh, how has everything been so far? Uh, everything has been pretty good. Didn't win big at the casino. Um, but, you know, all in all, having a great time. Yeah, we did not think that you were going to win big. They, th- those things are meant to take your money, Mike. Yeah, the, the issue is, so like it's taking your money, you feel obligated to then take their drink. Um, and they pour them extra strong when they're free and you're cheap. You know, you, you kind of imbibe a little bit. And then and then those uh, extra strong drinks lead to bad decisions. I would say bad decisions. Not on my end, anyway. Hmm. That, so so how has uh, everything been? Tell us about your trip so far. So far? I mean, um, what? I, I had like a mini panic attack at the airport because hmm. our plane, plane left 10 minutes late. And I wasn't sure... We had a tight turnaround time anyway, and, you know, deboarding the plane and all that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, I had a mini panic attack in the air, but turns out we, we landed in Charlotte. We taxied over to, um, was it, the gate E or whatever, and that's where our next flight was going out of. So uh, my my panic attack resolved once I found out that situation was going to be good. But I met some Cajun people. They're the friendliest people I've ever met in my life. Did you use... Did you use kunas as a word? I did not. I did not. But we uh, we we went to this like hole in the wall dive bar restaurant last night, and uh, I, I can't do it justice over the phone because I got some notes that I wrote down. But um, imagine like a mom and pop shop where there's just a gentleman sitting behind a desk, an older Cajun gentleman, <laughs> and that's where you take your ticket up to pay. But he's got a big old wall of candy behind him too, mm. and he was. He was getting pissed at the one table, but by the time, because he wanted to go home and go to sleep, and by the time they got up to pay their bill, he was like best friends with them. They were laughing and having a good old time. We bonded because, you know, the Joe Burrow situation when he transferred from Ohio State to LSU, um, you know, he gave me extra mints because of that, and because I'm an Ohio State fan. He said, these are for Joe. These are for Joe. Um, and uh, we agreed. Roll Tide, fuck Tide. And yeah. It was, it is kind of a welcoming place down here, that's for sure. It, it is an interesting place. Every time I've been there, the, the one time that I've been there. Every time. Every, <laughs> every, time. every one time. Every one time that I've been there. I've enjoyed it. It's, it's been a fun and a, an exciting it's, place. It is a different uh, culture there. Uh, yeah, how's the food been? 
the food is amazing. Oh my god, Cajun food is the best food, I think. Man, that cornbread um, with the uh, Ooh, that looked good. Oh god, dude, it, let me tell you. That and then like my first meal here was that was a crawfish cornbread and a, uh, a catfish and sausage gumbo. And just it set the tone for the whole trip. Sounds um, delicious. That, and that's what I'm I'm waiting on my my burger now. Um and my bottomless mimosas, man, these people down here in Louisiana were alcoholics. They <laughs> literally you can buy liquor anywhere. Um True. you can get anything into a cup to go. Uh, it happy hours are more than an hour. It's just, it's really, really wild. They're just um, happy. I mean, maybe that's why the Cajun people are so jovial and nice and friendly. Well, um, is it hot and humid? It is, dude. Honestly, it is perfect. It's like hot in the sun. It's cool in the shade. They got all these beautiful live oak trees. You just pop up underneath one of them, man. It cools it off real good. Uh, we've been walking around. They've, they've got these beautiful capital gardens. Um, just kind of seeing everything. It's perfect. I uh, don't want to move here, but yeah, no, I really enjoy it. No. Uh, tell us, Mike, what what uh, what transpired uh, on your birthday? What what did you get to do on your birthday? Uh, well, because the weather was kind of crappy that day, we we audibled and went to the casino, um, and we weren't winning big, but we weren't losing quick. So it kind of threw our our timing off, and you're getting fed all these drinks. You don't eat lunch. Long story short, sometimes you fall asleep at dinner. Um, you fell asleep before the apps came out. It looked like. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was like the nicest restaurant in Baton Rouge. <laughs> oh, Who is this man. mongrel sleeping? Oh, he's not one of us. Um, but yeah, I, I looked at Amanda. I said, "Why did you? Why did we even go out to dinner last night?" And she goes, "I don't know. I don't remember anything either." So I think we're, I think we're doing it pretty well. We've, we've definitely toned it down. Um, you know, the, the people at the hotel were kind enough to uh, use the shuttle to come and pick us up from the restaurant because we didn't know where we were. We were a half a block away. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> so how did they get your ass out of that, that booth is my question. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure I was just taking a quick power nap, you know. It's kind of one of those things. But, yeah. Uh, boys, I got, I got food and drinks waiting on me. I hope. Uh, I didn't watch any wrestling this week, so hopefully you guys. So no yeah. hits and shits. Uh, I'll I'll give a full rundown next week because I'm using my phone and my notes are on my phone and it's just really awkward. Okay, well I, we are uh. glad, Mike. Your present should be arriving at your house probably within the week. Uh, so when you're oh, back, okay. you're gonna get your your uh, your birthday present from two dollars steak. Uh, hopefully you have a great rest of your trip. When are you coming back? Uh, we fly back tomorrow. All right. We'll, we'll get some sleep tonight. Uh, don't lose too much money. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Happy birthday, All right, buddy. boys. Have a good one. Later. All right. So that was Big Mike. My he, favorite part about uh, the picture I, his wife sent is that uh, his retainer case. <laughs> Open it on the table. He didn't even get it out to enjoy his appies. Well, <laughs> I was so disappointed that he fell asleep before the uh, before the, the, the calamari came out. That yeah. looked like good calamari. It did. Uh, so what else did we do this week? Uh, Cookie, you and I got to play rugby together. Yes, we did. Yes, sir. I uh, I'm 35 years old, and I quickly realized that I'm one of the older uh, elder statesmen. Yeah. 
of the rugby organization that we play for. And uh, we hosted Charlotte Barbarians this weekend. Uh, One, that field, I I would like to say. Hard as a rock right now. Hard as a rock. (laughs) Yes. Uh, The field also, um, it's like I'm – I'm sure, like, tumbleweeds are going to come by. It yeah. is drier I, than... I am uh, investing in some sprinklers... Oh, my God. ...this week to uh, hopefully remedy, remedy that as uh, your local groundskeeper. I bless you. My <laughs> nose will bless you because... Dude, I, I, I have been... I neti potted last night, and it looked like uh, like just dirt. Black. You should have seen it when I mowed the other day. Dude. It was like <sighs> it looked like uh, just a cloud of dust, man, as I'm going back and forth. Oh, my God. It, it, so, it has been a, uh, a bad... Allergy week for me. My knees are all screwed up. I'm allergic to, to a lot of grass. <laughs> it makes me break out, so my knees are all like screwed up. Uh, that's about it. I got a, a, a rip my ear a little bit in a scrum, but that was it. We had a Ooh. great time. I played basically the first half. Uh, Cookie played the second half. Yeah. Um, I laid on the beach all day. Uh, cool. You <laughs> no told us, and he no said he was going to do that. Bear. He was like, because uh, I saw Tobert on Friday. He said. I'm probably not coming, brother. I'm gonna be on. I'm gonna be on the beach. <laughs> He's like Hulk Hogan going to Korea. He's like, I'm not gonna make that booking, I, brother. <laughs> probably won't make that one. No, <laughs> still not ready for uh, full on contact yet. Well, but, uh, it, it, it was definitely a fun game. I got to see somebody get suplexed, and then that person who did the suplexing mm-hmm. knocked out. Yeah, knocked out by his own accord. He only he did it himself. It was wild. Yeah. Uh, he, we, we have a new guy on our team named Bronco. Looks a lot like Ravishing Rick Root. Like, if, if you does. look at him, you're like, Absolutely. okay. Bronco, Ravishing Rick Root. Okay. Yes. Got suplexed. Much like Sting trying to suplex Ravishing Rick Root in uh, New Japan in the early 90s. Looked good. Uh, ended up in an injury. That was wild, though. The, the guy who did the suplexing to Bronco knocked out for five minutes. Bronco then... Uh, Called him a few names and blew a snot rocket on him. <laughs> Incredible. To say the least, I think this man is hardcore. That was, that was my first impression of Bronco. That was my first time meeting him. Uh, and you know what this man does? He said, "He said, dude, all I do is listen to classic rock and rock and roll, baby. That's it. <laughs> That's all I do. I'm like, all right. And he just quoted something from Joe Dirt right after that. And I'm like, you know what? You're all right with me, buddy. You're, 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 good, uh, you're good addition to the team. Yeah, absolutely. So. You're going to fit in. Perfect. Just, perfect. Perfect. Yes. I he saw that I was wearing I we always wear um at the socials we wear kind of a, a button up uh Hawaiian shirt and some shorts. I wore my Macho Man Randy Savage shirt yesterday and he's like I too like wrestling and I'm like, Yeah, <laughs> good, good, all right. Good, 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 good to hear. Oh yeah. Anyways, so we, we got to do that. Cookie, it was your last game with us for a long time. What kind of emotions came out? Uh, I'll tell you, at the very end is when I started to really feel the emotion. Uh, you almost made me cry out there. Uh, I felt bad. I mean, I like I felt it, it's rewarding to get you know one more you know one more time to play with all the boys and stuff like that. Especially like you know before I go out to Colorado, obviously. But uh, man, it, I, I think it just all hit me at the at the very end. You know, I was pumped up, and we we'll talk about this too. I almost got in a fight. <laughs> Because there were some dirty, some dirty uh, tactics used by one of the Charlotte, albeit he was a younger guy, uh, Bar- Barbos. I, I told him, uh, I, I yelled, "Cookie, shout out to OJ Simpson!" And then Cookie just yells, 
two less. And I'm like, all right, he's, he's about to new jack this motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I was very hyped off of that. And then on top of that, man, I just put my, you know, put my number one jersey down on the field and said, you know what, just in case this is the last time I ever play with you guys, just wanted to say thank you. And that's, that's all, man. It was a lot of fun. So last night, uh, Kentray, who you got to play with, first time in a long time. Yes. Your boy yeah. Kentray, you got to play with him. Uh, y- you went out for some drinks with him. Yes, I did. Uh, Tolbert served you last night. Yes, he did. We Tolbert, can you give that. me? Can you set the scene of what happened last night in in the bar? So picture busy, bustling downtown. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have you know people coming into the bar, not quite totally busy, and you see a mob of beef just kind of invade the bar. You Big meaty saying? men. Uh, like, uh, Bump like meat. yeah, yeah. Just uh, and there's a uh, lots of familiar faces. Some I haven't seen in a while. Some I was very happy to see. Some yes. uh, faces from the other team yeah. as well. Yeah. What? What? Remember who? Who? Uh, he was the prop. He played prop. He's the Mark. Old, 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 yes, Mark. Yeah, Mark. Yes, boy. Yeah, good dude. Big yes, boy. Very, so, uh, very cool guy. Yeah, some of some of the uh, Charlotte team came out. Uh, Crane, our buddy Crane, a uh, longtime teammate, uh, yeah. now lives in Charlotte, playing yes. for the Barbarians, was there. Trader. Um, but you know the way a rugby team drinks, it's uh, you post up, and I've seen it time and time again. You know, they post up at the corner in mm-hmm. a large group. Mm-hmm. And they drink swiftly <laughs> and inefficiently. It's why they, they post up in the corner, yes, but sir. somehow become the center of attention. <laughs> most, most, most of the time, yes. Yeah. Uh, you see these people that are like, you know, having their own little conversations and they're dressed nice and stuff like that. You see us with our short shorts in our uh in our Hawaiian shirts and you're like oh well so and, and I know what's been going on for the afternoon you know uh, I, I, so I tried boys, to keep some updates for, yeah, to Tolbert these, these boys were feeling a little tight and uh young yeah. cookie here comes up to the bar and does not know what to order and that that's awesome when you're busy and all your drunk <laughs> friends are in the bar I'm sorry buddy I'm sorry <laughs> what's good here <laughs> I had a I had a lapse I had we a lapse we literally have a hundred beers <laughs> I had, at least a hundred beers uh, so yeah. I was like Cookie fuck you <laughs> I, I love you too man I'm so he sorry he didn't know what to order he panicked he had I a did. moment of panic so he orders a red Ferrari which if you're not familiar um is that the Fernet? It is half Fernet Branca and half Campari, which are two obscure, crazy. Uh, Who told yeah, you to yeah. order this? I don't know. And he orders it. I definitely knew what it was. So I just kind of chuckle and go, coming right up, buddy. Oh Actually, I did give him a minute. I gave him an out. I said, you did. Cookie. You did. You I said, did. Cookie, are you sure? He goes, yeah, man, give it to me. <laughs> I did. I will I did say, say at the field, one CT Wood. Brought us a delicious Fernet, or not delicious at all, a Fernet uh, airplane bottle. I've for been us. looking all over for him. I can't talk find to CT so. Wood. CT so, Wood's CT, got him, buddy. I know you're listening. Um, because uh, he was talk to you. He brought that because I was talking shit about Fernet yeah. last week, and he said, "Let's let Cookie try some of this." Cookie tried it. Cookie did not like it at the field. No, I did not. I thought it was like spicy licorice. Is what it tasted like yeah. to me. That's what and it cough, is. And cough medicine. <laughs> I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? So I didn't know what to make of it, but it made my stomach feel good. But I was like, you know what? I said, you know it made what? Made my it's, stomach feel good. I said, all right, okay. If this is beneficial for my uh, for my, my GI bowels. track, <laughs> then I might be okay with this. So, so that's, that's how it started. How it ended was pretty much him drinking. He's like, I want a drink I've never had before. And I thought of our buddy Mike down in Baton Rouge. I was like, what, what should I give Cookie? So I was like, you ever had a zombie before a cookie? 
and uh, hooked my boy up, Never. which uh, for you folks at home, that's a shitload of rum, a little bit of juice, and then a shitload more rum. Yes. So, <laughs> it so was, how was that? It was amazing. I asked Tober multiple times. I was like, Tober, what's in this thing? I love this, man. This is, this is delicious. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. It sure is tasty. It sure is tasty. <laughs> uh, and, and I woke up this morning. So I, I, one thing after rugby matches, I never sleep well because my body's aching. Like there's still like an adrenaline, like mm-hmm. still kind of in my body. I did not sleep well last night. I wake up and like there was a conversation between Tolbert and Cookie, like at four o'clock in the morning. Like, <laughs> Cookie, well, what time did you get home? <laughs> about four thirty. Oh, that's another Lord. story in and of itself because we were walking uh, down Thirteenth Street. Thirteenth Street, bro, Cookie. Bro, I know, I know, and I don't really know the area like that, but like Chase. Chase. Fuck Chase. <laughs> Fucking Chase, dude. Chase knows the area. He was like, oh, dude, it's, it's a quick walk down the street. We'll be on 10th in no time. Mind you, we haven't even – you know that little corner store at, at 10th Street, right? The little corner uh, convenience store? You at 10th and, Wo- and Dawson? Uh, it's 10th and Dawson, yes. Yeah, that, that where everybody got shot when I was a child? That store. Yeah, so that's the store. So he was like, yeah, that store is like uh, – it's just like one block up. That store was about six blocks up. We were not even on the 13th. We were on a different street. We were walking in the wrong direction. We got hollered at by some random dude that we saw down the street. He was like, hey, he wanted to hey, rob blood. You. He wanted to rob you. Yeah. <laughs> and Chase's dumb ass is like, hey, what's up, man? Hello, <laughs> sir. Like, Chase, keep fucking I was walking. Like, I was like, Chase, shut the fuck up and let's keep walking. Don't look back. Nice keep to meet going. you, sir. <laughs> I was like, dear guy, what is he getting me into? We didn't get shot. Thank God we didn't get shot. I'm we glad just that Cookie... I'm, I'm glad you're here. Yes, that uh, that got conversation took place as I'm mopping up, you know, <laughs> shutting yeah. shutting off the house lights, you yes. know, looking, yes. and I'm like, you see the whole crew just kind of walk past the bar for like the third time yes. <laughs> that night. Yes. I was like, ah, hope they get home safe. Godspeed, yeah, yes. God boys. Yes. Godspeed, cookie. Real quick, baby Nate, I just want to put you on my shit list, brother. Fuck you, baby Nate. Fuck you, baby Nate. He said, do you? I, I, he said. I know what'll taste good with Fernet. He said, Campari. Ask Tolbert for a red Ferrari. I said, All right, I'll trust you. Here we are today. Yeah. And I think it's I, I was I was pretty amazed by about his array of drinks. I'm surprised he's sitting up right now. That that hangover's gonna hit you. I know, it is. Today, I know buddy. it is. I had like what like a seven seven uh Y'all were all over the board. Dude, we uh, had some I mean y'all did car bro. bombs, y'all were yeah. shots. <laughs> they, they were all over the place. Yeah. It was it was definitely a little it was a, it was a rough night. I will say shout out to Nathan that little Nathan's hot dog stand, best hot dog down in. Uh, in you were at Louis downtown. Louis hot dogs. Or no, you talking about the cart? The cart, man. Literally, the, fuck the that cart. cart. You know the like guy the in the corner of some soggy ass hot dog buns, man. It wasn't soggy. No, it wasn't soggy. <laughs> but I will say both him and the cook like had like a Glock on them, and I was like. You must have been robbed before, man. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, yeah, probably walking down 10th Street trying to find his way out. You know up. that motherfucker? I think he works at Costco, and he uses his discount to buy them hot dogs, man. He's turning Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. That, that is what you call a business man. Man, I, I've just gotten a hot dog too many times with a soggy-ass hot dog bun. We uh, So last night, I, I went to <laughs> Jasmine's dad's house, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm eating food with the family. We're having ribs. We're having uh, steak. We're having chicken. Delicious celebration uh, of cookout, another cookout, right? Mm-hmm. And Jasmine, uh, being the lovely girlfriend that she is, uh, says, "Hey Tasha, did you hear that uh, Aaron talked about you on the podcast?" Oh no. Tasha said, "No, no, I didn't." 
about what? And we, uh, she, she went on to tell the story of uh, her taking the shit and vomiting on herself, right? Mm-hmm. But I have never met somebody whose superpower is that they feel no shame. Tasha said, hell yeah, that was me. You say my name next time on the podcast. It was me, wow. Tasha. It was wow. the whole time. It was Tasha the whole time, wow. Austin. It was Tasha. Should have known. Kudos to her. Kudos to Tasha. Nah, like, that's a, hey, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Another one. Another one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, so we're, we're going to have kind of an abbreviated episode this week. Not necessarily a mini episode. We do have two matches this week. Two uh, not so great matches, but it kind of gives us a little bit of time to kind of talk about some interesting characters. Uh, let's talk about some wrestling. For the strong style cookie, you have got Ryoto Hama against Kiku Taro. And for the sake of this podcast uh, and the, our listeners, I'm going to say Hama. Hama. Just simply Hama. Hama. And Kiku Taro. Kiku Taro. Kiku Taro. First impression of Kiku Taro, he looks familiar. He looks very familiar. How have we thought of this man before? How have we seen him? And it was upon talking to you, I said, you know what? He looks like that guy from Tolbert's match. That's Which right. match? The famous, infamous, infamous concubine episode. The concubine episode. Dear Lord, the one that broke the internet, if you uh, ask me. Or maybe just broke Literally us. broke the internet because of the, the least amount of views ever. <laughs> um, Kikutaro's mask. It's nightmare fuel. It, it's, it's interesting. It. Uh, I just say thank God he's a comedic character because he would give me nightmares as a child. I'll, how would you describe his gimmick? It's like his gimmick? a... Uh, he, I, it's... He's like a fun, goofy, childlike character. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand it. I don't know if I appreciate it, but it's interesting. It, yeah. Yeah, I could say that. It's very unique. It's unique. Uh, it's definitely unique. The sideways hat, too, just t- kind of throws me off. I, anyway, Kikotaro's an, he's an individual. He's different. But when I looked at Hama... Well, you didn't see Hama at first. I did not. So, I see... Kikutaro, you, the first visuals you see is two girls. This sounds very weird, but two girls huddled up in the corner, and Kikutaro just like freaking out in the middle of the ring with a referee shirt on. I believe so. Yes. And you're like, "What is going on here?" And then you hear music, and then a shirtless man walks out. Mm-hmm. We don't know who that is at no. first. Is that Hama? It's not could Hama. Could be, but it could be. And then this very large individual walks out. Who looks very familiar? First impression, I said, "Damn, that dude's glasses kind of look like Rikishi's, like you yeah. know, the golden classic glasses." And then I said, "Oh, he's kind of shaped like Rikishi too." And then I said, "Oh, he stole Rikishi's entire gimmick because he is—he even has the singlet, like not the singlet. What would you call that? Like, well, a, it, it, it's a traditional sumo, yes, uh, get up. But the thing is, though, Hama actually was a sumo guy too." He was. He was a Oh, uh, okay. Well, then that makes sense. Then. That makes sense. Well, he is the Japanese version of Rikishi. Mm-hmm. Even the music, I said, the music even sounds like Rikishi. I said, you know what? This guy's all right with me because I like Rikishi. So, more props to him, man. Uh, but what made me laugh is he came out with the shirtless guy. And the guy turns out to be the ref, Aaron. That's the ref. That's the referee. So, there's already heat. 
between uh, Kikutaro and the ref because he took his shirt. Why would he take his shirt? Probably because he doesn't want to fight this large individual. Now, would you describe uh, Hama as a hoss? He is probably a super hoss at this point. I think he's one step beyond yes. your traditional hoss. I mean, he like that that good. That gun is, is over his knees, if you he, ask me. He, uh, he, he had a big old round belly. Oh, yeah. You're talking about if this was a big man, and I'm sure he bumped some meat. Big old smooth belly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just as wide as a door. <laughs> we're, we're, Shout out to Freight Train. Freight Train. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into the countdown. Cookies, top four, number one. Here's one of the smart things that Kikutaro did. Uh, he pretended to be the ref. He That's put right. the, He put the referee's shirt on, but what he, he also did was he copied the referee's hand motions. So when Hama had him in the hold, he said, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. And he started counting one, two, three, four, five. And he made Hama back off as if he were the ref. And then after that, he said, all right, you two wrestle. The referee <laughs> and uh, Hama. <laughs> and <laughs> and at first they were like, wait, should we, should we grapple? And then... Out of nowhere, the referee just slaps him across the face. Just slaps him right in the face. Uh, another, I, I guess this is a this is Wrestle One, so I don't know if they're known for like a comedic gimmick. I, or... I, I think so. Okay, well, hey, more props. I I, I I do love this style from like time to time. You know, every, yeah, you... it's 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 a uh, it's a fernet in a uh, an IPA world. <laughs> that's that's really uh, circling back around there. There you go. Is. I'm trying to, it is. this week's episode fernet. I hope this doesn't become a, a constant thing where we uh, no. drink Fernet or the, the gimmick is like give cookie Fernet or anything like that. No, I drank it. I drank it last week and hated it. Remember? Well, I'm just that's saying why that's, CT brought it. I just don't want. I'm just saying I don't want any more of it. I, me saying. either. Okay, good, good deal, Tobert. If I ever order that shot again, slap me across the face like the referee oh, did. I would love to. Okay, good deal. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. What's Tolbert? good here? <laughs> 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 Number two. Uh, Hama does one of the uh, few athletic maneuvers that I saw that wasn't uh, a chop or a grab or a slap or anything like that. Uh, he does a roll. A roll. He does a roll that I thought was, uh, yeah, the most athletic maneuver. Because he's so big, it takes him a minute to get back up. So Kikataro takes advantage of this. And we get what? But another butthole spot. A butthole spot. We get the... We get a four fingers of doom spot. He puts those two guns together, and he goes straight for the bunghole. And, hey, it worked. It kept him down. I believe one of the most shocking admissions from this is Mm -hmm. uh, Hama can't reach his own butthole. And, therefore, probably can't wipe himself. Well, bidets are, like, pretty big over there, right? I would think so. But wouldn't you have to, like, at least get in the area? I don't know, man. Yeah, how does he like take care of? I we, guess he, uh, oh, well, I don't know if we should get into that. We're getting into he's potty talk. Flexible. He, he's a big boy. As a sumo wrestler. Yeah, just saying. He he can get in there. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Number three. He uses a hose. <laughs> he uses a hose, a water, <laughs> a spigot. Go on and wipe your ass, boy. Go outside. Go you spray it. down your ass, boy. One time in my life as an adult, I had to wash off my butthole with, with a spigot. That'll uh, be for well, another story. I, I've been sprayed down by a hose. Yeah. <laughs> by Vardom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, well, that that was a rough night for you. Rough night. Rough night to office, Tolbert. Uh, number three. Uh, Kikotaro does Muda's move. 
Muda, we didn't even know was there. I didn't know he was there. I didn't there. either. Uh, he is actually on commentary. Kikutaro does Muda's famous elbow. It's like his little running elbow. Uh, and then he pretends to grab his knee. Yeah, that's right. And really sell that his knee is starting to hurt. Just like Muda. That's a little stab at who? That's that's a stab at, at Kiji Muto. Aaron, how'd you feel about that? Because I, I didn't appreciate it. I'm wearing a Muda shirt right now. They cut away to Kiji Muto, and he's laughing about it, but he's probably like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. And at this, I, If he would have gotten into the ring and slapped this man across the face, much like Tober can do if I ordered that drink again, <laughs> I would have been okay with that. I would. I think this match would get five cookies. <laughs> Disclaimer: This match is not going to get five cookies. Oh, so man. if you, I'm going to spoil it for you right now. But anyway, he does our boy Kijimuto dirty, dirty, and I didn't appreciate that. But it's going to be my top three because he has balls. He has the balls to do it. So good for him. Honorable mentions. We'll go to that next. Uh, for Kikutaro, who's a smaller man than Hama, to get. Uh, to get Hama down, he tries to do a marching shoulder block. Mm-hmm. That didn't work. Uh, he tries a leg takedown. Mm-hmm. That didn't work. And then he starts to break out the sumo moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't sumo a sumo. And he is very small to be doing this. So I was going to ask you about the sumo moves now that I know that uh, Hama is a sumo. This is just an uh, an ode to his past. So uh, he, he does the... Uh, the Ole, mm-hmm. he just he just it, like a marching bull. He just says, "All right, come for me," and moves out of the way. So that's how uh, Kikutaro got advantage in this, and you know he was working them and stuff like that. But at the end, at the end of the day, we'll get to the last one. Number four, Kikutaro gets hit with uh, Hama's a boulder of an ass is how I described that's it. That's a big boy. That's a big boy. He has a big ass, uh, and Kikutaro sells this by doing a little leg twitch, which, in my opinion. Uh, is my favorite way of selling. You <laughs> Terry know, Funk did it. Yes. Apollo Creed did it. Yes. <laughs> D- Devon Dudley. Devon Dudley does it. Pro- I believe he also, Hama, before he jumped, he says, Happy New Year for some reason. I thought I heard that too, but I was like, there's no way he, he said says, Happy, Happy New Year. There's no way he says Happy New Year, but I, I guess he did. Uh, let's see here. What else happens? Uh, I, uh, here's where they lost me. And I don't really know how to, to say this, but Kikutaro does a dig grab. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does a dig grab. And he has a full arm dragon twist on it. He, he does. He it. does it. He does it. He, grab, he grabs it like like he is, is he's vying for it, for life. Like he needs his this dick to get life or to get support. <laughs> and he does a twisting motion with he his dick. He does the full arm dragon twist. And in my head, a couple of things went through it. I said, Hama probably has never had, he's never been able probably to see his dick. So that's one thing. But then also to have a man grab your dick and then do a twisting motion with it. <laughs> what if he thought he, he could have lost his dick right he then and there? He, he could have. And he wouldn't even know. He wouldn't even know. I feel so sad for Hama. But Hama goes over in the end. He squishes this little tiny weird character with his ass. And you get the one, two, three. Hama goes over. I wish I could have seen more. Maybe Hama did like Rikichi's dance or something like that. But at the end of the day, Hama gets the victory. And Aaron, I think, first off, I think I'm going to spare our listeners from my raspy voice. I apologize for that. I'm going to give this match three and a half cookies. Three and a half? Really? Three, three and a half. All right. Three and a half. It wasn't, it wasn't that good. It's an average match, but it was kind of funny. I did laugh a couple of times. 
So I, thank I, you for I, that. I, I can no longer <laughs> gaslight you into the, we, we've had multiple people. Tell me the, the, the gaslighting of you, bullying you into into different. I you know what? Shout out to Jasmine for uh, for having my back <laughs> once again because you bullied me, Aaron. You know what he did yesterday, Tober, and I didn't even get. I wasn't even going to bring this up. I don't even know who the guy is. That's CT. That's CT. Okay, that's CT. Hey Byron, what you doing? Hey Byron, good hooking out there. <laughs> he said Byron, I think five times to me. And he would just giggle to himself, and I'm like, "Oh, you motherfucker!" <laughs> and I, he, the first time he did it, I didn't, I didn't hear the first part, and then he said, "Good hooking," and I was like, "Oh, you motherfucker!" I turned around, and Aaron has a full plate of food, and he's just giggling to himself as he's eating barbecue. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, you motherfucker!" I know you put him up to it. I did. No, uh, he actually came up with the idea. Like CT comes up, and he's like, "Do you think I should go call uh, Cookie Byron?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do, bastard." You're such a bastard. Anyways. All right, for the high spot, one of the more interesting things, segments that I've ever found. Yeah, you uh, threw me a curveball this I, week, I buddy. threw you a curveball, but it's a very entertaining it's an interesting curveball. Curve and, and honest to God, if you text your father right now. Oh, and, that's the first thing I thought of. And you should have texted him and say, hey, Dad, do you know who Bill Dundee is, the Australian superstar, or Big Bad John, the bicentennial yeah. baby? <laughs> <laughs> and your dad would have been like, man, bicentennial <laughs> baby. Him and Jerry Lawler, man. man. <laughs> Jerry Lawler. <laughs> Man, your great grandma started watching. You couldn't tell her nothing, man. <laughs> she, well, anyway, so we've got we, we have a uh, a Memphis uh, wrestling match this week. It's it's big bad uh, bicentennial baby John and Bill Dundee against Bill Costello and Don Stewart. Yeah, fuck those other two guys. This is uh, <laughs> this segment is strictly about Mr. Dundee and uh, the big bad John. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the bicentennial said. baby. <laughs> yeah, this is nineteen seventy six. Memphis wrestling. The uh, the setting is intimate and uh, and wonderful. <laughs> you got some gold like polyester curtains mm. in the background. Very oh, small yeah. crowd. It's just very tight. You can tell it's in a corner of a studio somewhere, man. Um, but it looks great. But I could just see this on the television set. Um, you know, in on the, the tube TV yeah, at your yeah, dad's uh, house on Saturday morning, man. Um, but yeah, great stuff. But uh, Big Bad John, he's a he's a big bad looking dude man he's he's crazy uh and the match is fine they have a little chain wrestling old school it's great wrestling one of the funniest things that happened the announcer gets the guy's name wrong and he's like this guy he, he calls him like, bagel doesn't he oh he he says the wrong name and he's like oh that guy's not even here today that yeah. guy didn't show up and at one point so like they had to like put together a tag team to go against john and uh dundee he, wait a minute he mispronounces someone's name at one point calls him uh he calls him the bicentennial bagel. <laughs> well, instead of baby, I didn't know people ate bagels in 1976 and especially in Memphis. In Memphis. <laughs> yeah, especially in Memphis. <laughs> you know what a bagel Strictly is? Strictly biscuits. <laughs> people didn't start eating bagels in the South till like Seinfeld came out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Oh, this is <laughs> cool. Anyway. What's this biscuit with a hole in it? Uh, but yeah, we have some phenomenal, just old school, really cool looking wrestling. Bill Dundee's doing most of it while uh, Big Bad John just kind of stands on the apron, pumps up the crowd. 
Um, I think when he finally does come in, it's a tag. He just knees the guy. No, it's a butt bump. Yeah, pins him, and that's yeah. and that's it. Yeah. It's like, yep, job well done. So <laughs> the, the focus of this match is definitely the promo. The, absolutely. The, I mean, that's – Absolutely. Yeah, and, and if you look at the comments, everyone's just like, oh, my God, that's all they say is the promo. The promo is amazing. <laughs> Who is this man? The promo. I've never heard of this guy before. Yeah. So – this all right to, to sum it up, Big Bad John. He does all the talking because Bill Dundee just kind of stands there, and, uh, and and so he is a he's an Australian yeah. man, and I he was a superstar in Memphis, which is a very interesting thing for me mm-hmm. because one, his accent's different than a, than your traditional Memphisian or whatever you oh, Memphisian sure. whatever. And he's also like five foot four. He's yeah, tiny. He's a small guy, yes. but he's he's built. Um, he's got a haircut. He kind of looks like D.D. Ramone. He does. <laughs> I, but, uh, I will say his portion of the promo has two of my favorite things of the thing uh, of the whole promo in general, where he says, uh, first off, I want to like, <laughs> I, I want to say that uh, this these tag team belts are for all of you, all of you in Memphis." And then he says, "And if uh, we we're gonna take on anybody," and he says this guy's name was such like awesomeness. He says. Nature boy, Bill Kirby, <laughs> and he does like this thing, and he's—it's just—it's fun. It, yeah. it, it's interesting. And then bicentennial baby cuts in. Yeah, then he cuts in. And this is—he is like if if Dusty Rhodes was a Hell's Angel, <laughs> pretty much wearing an American flag. <laughs> yeah, he he wears an American flag singlet, um, and he's got—he's huge. He's probably—I don't know—he's. Pushing six seven has to be yeah uh, long just luxurious mane yes. of hair curly yes. he's got this big old like beer belly kind of poking out That's of this thing he's a big he's dude. just a big dude and he he does this kind of like pimp lean into you know the <laughs> yes. uh, into the microphone and he just talks like this man you gotta Jerry Lola you're a plow boy baby <laughs> I'm calling you out you ain't nothing but a plow boy I gotta dig deep. Gotta dig deep in your pockets. Burrow through the plow rolls. <laughs> he go- just a turk. <laughs> yeah, he goes on like this for probably five minutes, man. I, it he might be longer stops. than that. Good lord, never stops, man. It is. I mean, it's a, it's chef's kiss, man. It's, it's wonderful. I'm like, why have we not seen more of this, man? So I'm, I'm definitely gonna look up this big bad John promos. <laughs> For sure. And I, I've definitely heard, like, mention on Cornette's podcast of him. You know, never really looked into Cornette it. loves him, apparently. Yeah. Like, he, he's got a – I'm looking him up right now just trying to kind of figure out. So, apparently, he was – he had some pushes, and he was going places, but mm-hmm. was killed. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, wow. he, was, he was murdered. <laughs> Are you serious? Wait, really? Yeah. Apparently, from what the internet says, he, he had a push, but then with drug-related stuff with bikers, and he was killed. Oh, poor Bicentennial baby. Yeah, Jesus. and that was like late 70s or late 80s maybe. So apparently he might have been going places. We probably would have seen more of him. That hadn't happened. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's, the, that's, that's rough. Yeah, but uh, look him up. He's great. I mean, just great Mike skills. And I guess he had a little run with uh, um, Bill Dundee for, for a little while. They were a thing. Cookie, every time you touch your mic, I hear it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I apologize. He's rough over there, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Maybe it's starting to hit me right now. Yeah, Cookie, put but, the mic down. Anyway, thank you for the match. I'm definitely we, – we need to uh, do some more on uh, the bison- Bicentennial Baby here. Bicentennial Baby at, at one point. Are you all right, Cookie? No. 
Are you about to vomit? You want a cup? <laughs> He's got a Grinders Cafe cup that you can throw up in. I've got a bathroom that you can throw up in and then... Anyways, uh, Tolbert, tell me uh, your haiku. So this is just a little inspirational haiku. The words of the Bicentennial Baby I'll leave you with. Get it together. <laughs> Get it together, baby. Deep in your pockets. And that's where it is, Cook. That's where it is, everyone. That's where that power lies, deep in your pockets. All you got to do is get it together. Get it together. Get it together, Cookie. <laughs> He's going to be back. saying that driving up 74. Get it together. Come on, Cookie. Get it together. Get it together. Get it together. That's it. That's it. We are done this week. Uh, hopefully, we will have Mike in studio next week. Cookie, we, we say goodbye to you this week. Unless, Cookie, yeah. you want to come down for Double or Nothing next yeah. week. Yeah. So, Cook, are you going to have, like, when you move to Colorado, are you going to have, like, uh, multiple clocks? Get some water, bro. He's going to have multiple clocks on the wall, like Wilmington North, $2 steak time, Colorado time, like like he's a a banker. (laughs) Cookie (laughs) is running away for a bottle of water. Cookie, you're okay, dude. Namaste. Namaste, bro. Namaste. Anyways, thank you for listening to $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. Uh, you want to say any final words, Cookie? Yes. Ooh, okay. I'm better now. I think that uh, I think all that, those drinks hit me at one point. Ooh, and I'm dying. But uh, We're going to have to take Cookie to the emergency room. Uh, yeah, apparently after this. Uh, and they're going to have to pump my stomach for the, uh, the Ferrari that I drank last night. Ugh. But anyway, thank you. <laughs> and hopefully... Maybe I'll come back next weekend for Double or Nothing. I mean, you got a place to stay. Yeah. Kid trays, not my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Cookie. I'm kidding. You got to clean that room up, Aaron. That's what I you got to do. You got to clean that damn room up. So you got to clean something. So, so right. someone can have a place to stay. I know. We, we, we'll clean that room back up. Jesus. All right. Thank you for listening to Challenge Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. <laughs>